You're listening to Deep Cuts with Antoine Reed, Episode 41, George Rami, Davidoff of Geneva, USA. How are you? Everything good, brother. How are you? Good. Can you hear me well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I'm here in our, in our new studio, and it, it kind of echoes a little bit, so I just want to put these on. How are you, man? Everything good? Yeah. How's life been, treating you? It's been okay. It's, yeah? It's, it's the coronavirus. So, I know, uh, <laughs> man. I know. I Crazy I've, times. I've, I've adjusted to, to this for right now, and... Uh, you know, hunkering down. How about you? Yeah, you, you, uh, you man, you know, you, you got to do something, right? You got to evolve. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm here. Uh, like I said, I'm here at the office in, uh, in our studio. I've been, you know, working away all day. And uh, it's, you know, nice to enjoy a cigar with you and, you know, have a little chat. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just everything good, man. Just, uh, you know, working uh, working a lot on, you know, a bunch of different, you know, projects. But um, it's it just this whole, you know, pandemic thing and has made us uh, evolved and, uh, and you know, just kind of explore different uh, routes and stuff. But everything is good, man. Can't complain. Yeah. To um, light up um, a fresh box of, uh, of our Camacho Nicaragua that I just got from our humidor. So, you know. I was saying earlier this year with uh, class, I think he was maybe the third person I, I interviewed like this. So, uh -huh. to him and Lana and um, Eddie, Eddie, you know, that, that you all have really pivoted really quickly. So, it's nice that you all you have, have gotten to, man. used to it because it seemed like some companies didn't know what to do. <laughs> and like exactly. kind of said, hey, you know, this is going to last a little bit longer than we than people probably want to admit. So, yeah, well, you know, let's, the, the, you know, the thing let's is that a it, new game plan. <laughs> the thing is that it's, it's, it's the new normal, man. You know what I mean? So so this this evolution itself, it's here to stay. You know, basically this whole virtual thing, It's I think it's just, it's a lot easier. Um, you can evolve quicker, you know, um, and, and it's just, you know, you can tweak it to where it's, uh, it's uh, you know, it evolves in a, in a, in a proper way. But uh, yeah, man, this is a, I mean, I miss traveling. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but we are getting our, our job done. And uh, it's just, you know, well, keeping everybody safe, you know, but um, yeah, man, this, this, this new normal, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's here to stay, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And definitely, I know you all have had plans, marketing plans and things that we're going to go on this year that you just have to kind of uh, change up, not put off, but kind of change up how you're going to roll out. But you've released a lot of products this year. You know, you've had a nice marketing plan behind it so i'm looking forward to talking about a lot of those products the, the dates the dates were done. messed up the dates were messed <laughs> up a little bit but uh but the products are are, are out there and uh yeah well you know we, we uh we'll we'll talk about camacho and a little bit of avo as well um but yeah man I, like you know we our, our our playbook is always filled up you know every year right um the activation of certain things may have shifted a little bit uh, but the products were were released, right? Uh, Camacho, uh, Nicaragua, Liberty. Those are the two main focuses of a Camacho, and um, and Avil, uh, the LE 2020, you know, the Improvisation 2020, and the Avil Classic Maduro as well. 
Uh, also, we have just to kind of like, you know, go through them. We have the North and South edition as well that are ready, uh, ready to go. So, you know, these, uh, I think I've had one of these cigars. I haven't had both of them yet. So I, I, the blends are, are outstanding. I just haven't had him, you know, I can't give you my, my perspective. I'll probably smoke it a little bit later, but yeah, it's been a busy year, man. Yeah. So, you know, like what I like to do with deep cuts is trying to go a little bit deeper with people than what they're used to. They, they read some of my stuff in the magazines and, uh, tobacco business and cigars yeah. and leisure. Um, but depending on which magazine I do, the story never really goes, can go too deep. You know, your cigars and leisure is for consumers. So we never go into the business side, the nitty gritty of how exactly. you do it. If it's the trade side, then it's the complete opposite. We go into like the business and you never really dive into who the person is, exactly. what they're doing. Um, you know, it's not that type of, of vehicle. So this is kind of a nice, you know, I'm doing it on my own platform because it's kind of a middle ground. Exactly. You know, we don't have any initiative. We don't have any marketing, advertising behind it. It's just. But you've been doing well, man. You know, <laughs> I don't know how many episodes you've uh, you've had, but I, I, I'm I'm certain to quite a few because I've I've seen you know, uh, well, well, you've had us a couple of times, plus you know the rest of the people that you've interviewed. But no, it's it's great, man. You know, I uh, I I uh, I like it. Um, and and you're still doing it on on Instagram, which is cool. You know what I mean? Some of the people do it on Zoom, Facebook, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But Instagram, I think this is the way uh to explore the the instagram lives right two people at a time i think it's uh, it's pretty cool so you're, you're doing a phenomenal job on that yeah and i'm sure you've done a lot of virtual events this year but with zoom you don't know where to focus sometimes like and there's sometimes like if somebody doesn't have themselves on mute and it's rustling around <laughs> the camera will zoom on them anyway and you'll just be sitting there awkwardly looking at them like Wait, why am i focusing on you you know the person will be speaking and it will be like the focus will be elsewhere and then with facebook lives it's just like the, the viewership is you just so low and then like yeah it's just it's, it's 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 crazy you know it's crazy I, what i do like about facebook live which i'm sure instagram will probably uh evolve into that it's just the way the 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 orientation of the video right right uh, we're, we're in two little squares <laughs> here um but but you know it, it's just it's a great tool it's just that it, it'll evolve into you know maybe landscape or something however however it is but i think uh yeah so like you were talking about the zooms we've uh we've done quite a few you know because um that's how we evolve some of our platforms for our events you know since we can't go into stores and some of the stores have been closed uh so we've done that for avo and camacho so basically you know doing uh, virtual events where recently some of the stores have opened up and and they've had people at their lounge and also their their virtual customers, you know. Um, and 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 you know when you tackle those two things at the same time, I think it's extremely beneficial uh, because I'm on the screen and in the store, you know, I'm not there physically, which that is what I like. But hey, we gotta we gotta you know uh, uh, do what we have to do. But I think it's worked out very uh, um, very very well, you know, just to, you know given the circumstances. Yeah, and I think, like I said, I've seen it. You all have just done it. You have, like, the weekly or biweekly episodes that class or somebody else will head up. To have, there's, one today, there's one today, which is actually should be very, uh, very interesting uh, with, um, with uh, uh, Tom, Thomas Keller, if I'm not wrong. That's, that's the one that's going on today. Uh, class will be uh, will be joining him later on. I, I think it's like at uh, seven or eight o'clock. I'm not I'm not quite sure, but uh, that one should be a very interesting. He's a you know three star Michelin three Michelin star chef. So it's uh, I'm sure that whatever 
whatever pairings he has to do, he has a, a very well-developed palate. So I'm, uh, I'm probably going to tune into that one and check out what he's got to say about it. Yeah. So, you know, with that conversation, I want to, because, you know, you and I ran into each other over the years at different yeah. events, but I've never really gotten your story from myself. Yeah. So I think, I'm curious I, I, to learn about your story, um, you know, and, and have people share it because people usually watch this and play back anyway. Of now course. that they're back at work and traveling around and moving a bit more than they were during quarantine when I first started this. So um, I'm, I'm really interested and excited to share your story so I have people learn more about you since you play such a big role, with, especially with Camacho and like you said, exactly. Davo as well. Yeah, so, man, I've been, you know, I've, I've been doing this for eight years now uh, here at Davidoff. And uh, I started with give you the the rundown um i've been in the industry for about 16 years now and uh i started uh, in the retail side you know managing a store in miami uh then it, it evolved into into getting a um uh a, an opportunity to open up a cigar shop also in, in miami in an area in, in brickle um and that lasted for for a few years and i wanted to venture off on my own uh, it, it didn't work out. I just didn't have the funds at the moment to uh, to do so. And it happens to be that within a month of me leaving my partnership in my store, um, they call me here from actually Dylan is the one that, that reached out to me and uh, kind of offered me something uh, here at Davidoff. Right? They didn't he didn't disclose it at the moment uh, what it was because that that was the the relaunch, the revamp of Camacho. Uh, so I came up. You know, did my interview and all that stuff, and towards the end of uh, of the day, you know, I, I remember it was probably like five five thirty. They they took me to the um to our conference room and showed me what Camacho. Remember, I had been in, re in retail then for probably a good eight years. I have dealt with Camacho, the brand. Uh, you know, when the the when it was acquired by by Davidoff and all that. Um, but when you know so i was like okay that's that's pretty cool and then when i saw the uh how what the product was kind of looked like you know what they had done to the brand i was astonished man and uh, and, and right away i wanted to be part of it right so you know long story short later on that night i, I got the job and all that and that was uh, uh eight years ago you know so we've had i've been part of the evolution of the of the brand uh for you know since since day one i was the last piece of the puzzle um when uh you know when we did the revamp and later on uh i think Alboy picked it up probably about two and a half years ago um where you know we had some shifts here in the in the company it was just uh, appropriate for me to to just kind of do what i'm doing with camacho uh and do it for Alboy as well so uh it, it's been a you know uh quite a journey man you know uh eight years 16 years in the industry eight years and in, 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 uh at davidoff which to me i consider probably the best company uh in the cigar business to 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 work for um, and you know, I'm honored to be here and it's, it's, it's my day to day now that I, I moved to, to Tampa, you know, cause I, I was in Miami. I think we, we, we kind of talked about this when, uh, when I saw you in, in February, but I moved to Tampa just to be closer to the office and, and kind of be part of the evolution of, of the creation of the programs and the incentives and all that stuff. So, uh, that's worked out pretty well. Yeah. And you, so you, you started off in retail and I found mm -hmm. that most of the, the most innovative and invested people in our industry have started off in the retail area so what was that like working in retail because that's such a different thing than what you're doing now oh yeah 100 percent. a hundred percent what i'm doing now is what i when i was so i started in retail when i was uh 
18 years old. I was 17 and change, but uh, so I was, you know, kind of underage when I when I started back in the day. But let's just say 18 years old. I was managing a shop in uh, in Coconut Grove, Miami. Super busy. Uh, you know, a lot of product was being moved in that store, and I would because everybody wanted to be in that location all the reps and, 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 you know, brand owners and stuff like that went through there and I, and I started meeting everybody. Uh, so I, 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 and I became friends. A lot of our people are, are based in Miami as well. And, um, I started making friends and then, and from there's just, you know, easy access to new releases and stuff like that. But I absolutely love the fact that I was able to, I'm doing it now, but that's a different story because I had a variety of things that I could offer to someone. Right. Uh, when a customer comes in and, and and then just you know it's either their first cigar or 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 they don't smoke that many cigars but I just kind of like tailor their their smoking experience right either come from a milder cigar to you know a, a stronger cigar so on and so forth but just dealing with uh, with with consumers you know uh, and then obviously you have your guys that it's like you try to offer them something's like no I'm you know X Y Z cigar and then mm -hmm. that's it they don't they don't want that there's the like cigar like other cigars wouldn't wouldn't don't exist um, so it's just just kind of like you know tailoring the smoking experience to the consumer it's what I uh, what, what I I miss the most and obviously all the new releases right when you have a store and then later on when I open my store in, in Brickle as well same story everybody wanted to be there blah blah blah. And uh, all the new releases, uh, I, you know, we got to try firsthand and stuff like that. So it's just, but what I miss the most is just the, the interaction with the consumer, right? When you have that person that comes in and it's like, well, I'm looking for a cigar, I'm looking for a gift, uh, whatever the, the situation may be, just, just that. And once they smoke it, if they happen to, to smoke it right there in front of you, just that, that enjoyment that they, uh, that they, uh, that, you know, that, that your recommendation created, right? So that's, uh, that's, that's pretty much what I miss the most then. Yeah, and the consumer is such an important part of the industry that sometimes they kind of get forgotten because, you know, you focus on getting your product into the store or getting it into the retailer. And yeah. then some, some brands do a little bit better job at, you know, making that next connection, which is then working with their consumer to drive the demand into the store. Exactly. So. And you, and you got, you got to do it. And then you nailed it on the head. You have to make sure that you're, you're, you're targeting the consumer, right? And you're rerouting them to go into the store because our customers are uh, the retailers, right? That's our bread and butter. Those are the ones that sell our products. We do have our, our, our e-commerce and stuff like that, but it's nowhere near what, what our, our, our consumer, our, our customer that have been with the retailers, you know? So everything that we try to do is to try to send them to the, to the retailer. Whatever program we create, uh, our our, our uh, Zoom uh, uh, virtual events and stuff, it's all so that the consumers go to the stores, right? Uh, and 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 kind of like you know further uh, uh, engage with our business partners, which are are the, are the retailers. So that's uh, that's a very important thing. Some other brands, you know, may lose that that notion that they want to be like, okay, you're a consumer, you buy, then come this way, you know. It is what it is. Everybody can do whatever they want, but uh, but our main goal is to to reroute consumers so that they can that the, so that they know where to buy the product at, at the retailers. And I know at Davidoff, you all have like such a good marketing team behind you to help push all those different initiatives and activations. You have, and then you have um, Eddie with his experience with activation. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know so. And especially nowadays, because it seems like for tobacco people in general, um, especially with premium cigars, 
you don't have as many places to market or advertise your products as maybe you did in the past because of different laws. I mean, you can start a YouTube channel, but you know, it's there's a lot of restrictions. Related, you know, there's a lot of restrictions. Get. Right. Yeah. And um, same with uh, Facebook. You can't advertise on Facebook like yeah. another um, product. You can't do uh, Twitter. You can't do Instagram stuff. So yeah, and then I'm surprised that you know. Well, we're on our personal right. ones, but if I had joined on the Camacho one to promote something, right. I don't know. We may have been banned, which is <laughs> it's crazy, man. Uh, yeah, we 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 in our industry, we do have a lot of restrictions. Um, you know, I mean, just the FDA being one, and then all the restrictions with uh, with Facebook and Instagram, and, and the publishing of, of of advertising and all that stuff. It's it's very restricted, so you have to get creative, right? You have to get creative in ways. Of, and I believe the consumer has gotten a grasp of that as well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, they're 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 understanding uh, when it comes to that, just because there is nothing we can do. You know what I mean? There's there's there, those restrictions are are way uh, outside of our our league in terms of controlling them and stuff so uh it, it's you know you just gotta get creative and uh, a few minutes ago you mentioned you know how dylan brought you into the fold he seems to be like the master of finding good talent and then recognizing each person's special ability i would say almost like a super almost like his, his own avengers team <laughs> so. exactly you know and that goes to tell you he's a, he's a tremendous leader you know what I mean? Right. Uh, and now that he started when I when I uh, when I started years ago, he was a uh, uh, brand manager, head of marketing. I don't I don't recall. And then he's evolved to where he's the president of the company now. You know, uh, so he's a he's a tremendous leader. You know, he's a, a person that 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 teaches you a lot. I, I every day I learn from him. You know, when he talks, it's just sometimes I'm like what? You know, and everything makes sense, but it, it's it's just you know he, he goes in depth when it comes to uh, to anything that has to do with uh, with our company or the industry in general. So uh, he does have an eye for for talent and uh, and he makes sure he 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 nurtures that talent, right? So that so that everybody wins. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure it's important like you said to have some a leader that is hands-on that does know you don't need what's a boss, you need a leader. The industry because if you don't then it's kind of hard to navigate or um, make any plans. Exactly, and then you, and then you can make costly mistakes. You know what I mean, and 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 or or don't you you don't place your product the proper way, and so on and so forth. It's very important uh, to have a great leader, and, and luckily we, we we do have one here at Davidoff, right? So um, yeah, we, we with Dylan we go way back, and 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 I've seen him in the years that I've been here. I've seen him involved in in all the categories of the company. Uh, it's uh, it's it's pretty rewarding to to see. You know, and, and also work on a day-to-day -day basis with, with, with uh, a person like that. It's, uh, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty outstanding. Now, tell us about Camacho, because I know some people might know the full story of Camacho. Some people may not. So just tell us a little bit about that brand. Okay. Um, and and I, I, I see where you're going. So Camacho, it's, uh, it belonged to a gentleman uh, named Simon Camacho. Right, he started it back in 1962. Um, then, in, in I believe it was 1992, he passed away. Right, uh, and then his the, the brand was uh, was based out of Miami. Right, and uh, in the year 1995, the 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 Aroa family, right, uh, purchased the the name of Camacho, and they uh, they uh, uh, kind of. Put together, which is Corojo and Camacho at the moment, and the, and then 
the Camacho that we know now, well, not the packaging that we know now, but the brand that we, that we know now was launched into the U.S. in the year 2000, right? And it was launched to disrupt the, uh, the industry with a bolder cigar, right? Uh, prior to that, all cigars were, were pretty much mild to medium because that's what, you know, kind of like left off from the, from the boom, everybody. And in, 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 in fact, I'll, I'll, our Camacho Connecticut, for example, it's our best-selling cigar, which is our mildest cigar, right? So it goes to tell you that the volume, the, the masses of people like milder cigars, at least in our case. Um, then from the year 2000 to 2008, um, which is the period where the Aroas were, were kind of involved with the brand. And then in 2008, Davidoff purchased uh, the brand from the Aroa family and, um, you know, uh, at that point, the evolution of the transition of the company uh, happened to where it, it used to be a sole company. Now it became part of a family of, of brands. Uh, and I, I wasn't around for that, but I've heard the stories. It was just, it was a bit complicated to, you know, the ones that, that, that came from, because Dylan came from Camacho, in fact. Right. In fact yeah, he came from Camacho. Um, so to kind of put all that, that team together, it was, uh, you know, a bit hectic at the beginning. But then, you know, years passed, and, and finally in 2013 is when we, uh, we, we did the revamp of Camacho, and, and, and then it became Davidoff's Camacho, right? Uh, with, we, we were able to, to execute all the visions that we had for, uh, for the brand, starting with obviously the new packaging and, 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 and so forth. But um, that's Camacho in a nutshell. Basically, you know, we're, we're the, the, the makers of the, of the boldest cigars in the world. That's pretty much our, our slogan. That's what we uh, intend to do. And in every single blend that we create, right, that becomes part of our core line, for example, it's uh, we try to, you know, fill gaps in the portfolios of, 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 of that we have, right? And that's uh, uh, just the, the, the main goal of the brand. Um, like I was mentioning, our, our Camacho Connecticut, it's the best-selling uh, cigar that we have. But then again, you have the, the Corojo, which is our, our, our baby, right? It's the DNA of the brand. Full Honduran Puro, uh, different grades of Corojo in it, but it's all Corojo. So it, 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 it's, it, it depends. Uh, all of the Connecticut, it's a, it's a beast of a cigar. I, I, it's, you know, it's tamed because it has a nice creamy wrapper, but what's under the hood that I like to call it, it's, uh, it's very you know, Camacho-esque. It's got a lot of, of power, a lot of flavor. Um, and it's got that signature uh, Corojo taste that the brand is known for. So all of our cigars have Corojo in them. So that's a very distinct, distinct factor that, that, uh, that we have on, on, on our cigars. So we make sure that all those cigars have that flavor profile that Camacho is known for. Yeah, I was about to ask what goes into making a bold cigar that doesn't completely blow out your palate. Um, you know, what's the process? What's the process like? Because I'm sure uh, a lot of Look, people yeah. now, consumers today, really are interested in the how cigars are actually made and the tobacco that goes into them. Uh, we don't need to get into the details of all that, but just like what what's the process like to bring together like a Camacho cigar? That it, it is. I mean, that's a very uh, complex question, right? Um, and it depends on what blend you're looking for, right? What What gap you want to fill. Um, and then once you narrow down what gap you want to fill, then you go into the, okay, uh, pretty much you go into the kitchen and try to put together the recipe, right? Uh, and then now that recipe, if you want it to be bold, then that goes down into what type of tobacco you're going to use, right? Uh, and once you get to that stage, most likely if you want a bolder cigar, then you're going to use tobaccos from, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, Visos or, or, or Ligero, which is, you know, the, the, the topper part, part of the plant. 
And mostly the, the higher the grade of the tobacco, you know, the, the higher on the plant, it, 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 it's a, exposed to the elements um, a lot longer. So that tobacco by nature, it's a little bit stronger. So that's more of, a, of, of the way, you know, I could go into detail and, 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 and stuff like that, but it was just some, some of the consumers probably would not make sense. But basically that's, that's uh, and also including this Corojo uh, that I'm talking about in all of our cigars. So that's what kind of has the benchmark in terms of strength, right? That gives our, uh, the, the, our signature uh, uh, flavor profile. Uh, but it, it, it all depends, you know, because there's, you know, to, you probably have, I don't know, you can probably try 20, 30 different times one blend, right? And different percentages of tobacco. Uh, you have, obviously, you pick, when you pick your, your, your wrapper, you have to try different quality wrappers. You have the binder, it's a little bit easier, but then you have the, the filler, right? It's where you play with the percentages. Uh, you could go 33, 33, 33 percent, or you can go 20%, 40, 40, and then you start tweaking it like that. And when that happens, it just, it takes time, right? And then mm -hmm. it, it could be, you know, a couple of years, like the one that I'm smoking right now, the Camacho Nicaragua, this one has been in the making for a couple of years. I, um, I recall when uh, it was last year, the year before, if I'm not wrong, when we were at, at IPCPR, we, um, you know, we were smoking some of these unbanded, obviously, and we were testing this blend two years ago, you know, at IPCPR. Um, and, and it just, it takes time and it's a very complex thing. But, uh, but you know, it, when, when you have an idea of what gap you want to fill, that's the most important thing, at least for us when we come, when we come out with a new cigar, right? And talk about the, the branding and packaging a little bit, because you all also take a completely different approach to that. Because I know somebody a few minutes ago mentioned the diploma and its packaging, and it's not like your conventional no you know cedar box not, whatever, not at whatever. all um, not at all if you saw this in a in a humidor which i have um you walk into a humidor and you'll see like a, a humidor fill, filled with your typical cedar boxes and, and then the diploma is like a presentation within itself and it's a centerpiece it's like something that makes you want to it compels you to like can i afford to buy the whole box just, just exactly that presentation piece and keep it <laughs> or or we, we we or we crank up the volume uh, you know just another notch and you see one of these in in stores the shopping shops the Camacho shopping shops so that's like the pinnacle of our 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 impactful uh, um, packaging idea right our shopping shop you can't really say well because it's a little square but you know it, it, these things are just outstanding um, impactful packaging that was the idea uh, at the beginning when we did the uh, the revamp. Uh, it was just funny, man. Everybody gave us crap about the colors and then the disruption of the the, the seal brown that we call it. Um, all the uh, the you know when you go into a humidor in a store, we have, all the boxes are brown, small labels, blah blah blah, very traditional. So they they you know we called we were called different types of things that were like oh. Hey, you know, the bands are too cheesy, they're big, they're colored, oh, Camacho with their rainbow, blah, blah, blah. But all that had a, a, a you know, an, an intent, a purpose, you know, this was all thought out, you know, by an agency, you know, there was psychology behind it, just easier to, to, to remember the colors, right? Because a lot of people don't even know how to pronounce Corojo, you know? Right. Uh, so, but you know that if you're looking for a Camacho, you're looking for your red label, uh, that's the Corojo, right? Or the orange or the yellow or all the other colors that we have. Um, so that was kind of like what made it, made it easy. And that was the, uh, the, uh, the intent in, uh, in terms of the colors. Uh, and then just the packaging, 
we needed to make it Davidoff's Camacho, right? And then just our packaging, our, our 14 coats of lacquer that these boxes have, it becomes a piano finish. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's beautiful, right? Um, and, and the price point on something like that, when it comes to as a, you know, when you're gonna give it as a, as a gift, for example, it's, uh, it's pretty outstanding, right? Um, and it's just, they're just, and I've seen, <laughs> It's funny because I have uh, I have a one right here you can't see it but I have people that made like a, a guitar out of a uh, Liberty box and stuff like that right so they, they, our boxes get a lot of uh, of reusing um, but I think when somebody goes in you know let's just say a novice that goes in and, and doesn't know what what cigar and the sea of brown that you walk in and it's overwhelming um, you see something with colors that may not be the brand that you're gonna pick but at least it's gonna call your attention you're gonna be, you're gonna walk over to that section, or if we have a shopping shop there, it's definitely gonna uh, grab the attention. And, and, and these things were, at least the shopping shop idea came from Davidoff, right? Our, our shopping shops that we have in our appointed merchants. Uh, that's what came, gave the idea to the, uh, to the Camacho shopping shops. And also Avo, you know, um, on the other side of the studio, we have the Avo shopping shop, which is outstanding as well. Um, in, in terms of, of square footage, you can fit a lot in these shopping shops, right? Um, and, and you can display our brands in a way that it's just, you know, kind of like, uh, it's, it's not, you know, you pretty much don't see a, that sort of, 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 of display, uh, being used in the cigar industry, uh, because it comes to a cost, but it just, the, the result is something, you know, it, for the consumer, it's like a wow factor. Yeah. And I know, um, I mean, I've seen the shopping shop in several of your appointed merchant stores that I've been in, like you go into Ansteads here in North Carolina, um, Havana Fields. Um, you see, uh, Sure Things always posts pictures of their shop yeah. shop and the lighting. Paul talks about the importance of the lighting. So, and, know, and, and Paul knows all about that. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, so, but it's it's. I think that's what makes Davidoff different because you all aren't just relying on people putting your stuff on a shelf. You're yes, giving them a way to present it, merchandise. A way to merchandise it that controls how it's how it's presented. It's not just exactly. Like said, it's not and, just and like thrown there and then that's it. You're like exactly, yeah. and 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 that's what we you know we grab that that formula basically and, and applied it to Camacho and then we get that same impression on, on customers, right? Um, on 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 on, on it, customers, and then also it actually makes the stores humidor look even nicer. You know, we have stores where the, all three shopping shops are, are aligned and it's just like, wow, it looks like you walked into a Demon Market or Nordstrom or something, you know, uh, because when you go in some places, you have Chanel that has their shopping shops, you have uh, Yves Saint Laurent, stuff like that. So it's, uh, that was the idea, you know, and then also elevate the uh, the, the perception of the brands to uh, to the consumer, right? That, that we're not just some, you know, small brand that just puts boxes together and then well, whatever, we'll try to sell now. We're here for the long run, right? Our, our quality and consistency is at its best, right? Um, and that also takes a lot of time. Uh, we were talking about what the, the process of putting us a blend together and launching into the market, blah, blah, blah. But once the cigar is ready to, um, it could take up to five years for a cigar to reach the consumer's hands, right? Um, and for that, it's just a lot of patience, a lot of, uh, of discipline when it comes to, um, to, to, pretty much babying your tobacco right and, and then it goes into the aging period and all that stuff but yeah it takes up to five years for a for a, at least one of our cigars to get to uh, to the consumer's hand and that's just time some other companies just don't have that much time right you got to turn the product and that goes further going into 
the quality of tobacco that they use, right? How long do they let it, you know, ferment or age and, 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 and all that stuff. And, and it's just, it's, it's very complex, but, um, but yeah, so going back to the shop and shops, it's, uh, it's just, a, I think it's the best way to present our product. And um, I mean, Camacho is made in Honduras, which is different because you hear a lot, when you hear tobacco, mostly it's either in Nicaragua or it's Dominican Republic. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And, you know, Davidoff is big in the Dominican Republic, and you yeah. have Nicaragua products. But just talk a little bit about Honduras for those of us Which, who have not been. And man, not and you were, we were, we were I this close, this close, this close. Yeah. For those of us who have not been and who have not experienced it yet, um, <clears> you know that that scene. What is the Honduran tobacco scene like? But let's explain why you don't know this yet, right? So Antoine, you were you were supposed to go with me to Camp Camacho in Honduras. Uh, I think it was like probably the the week or, or uh, two like... two two weeks before we our trip or something like that. You you were just right there, yep. and then this whole COVID thing happened, and then yep. I had to cancel all my trips mid you know mid trip. So I, I, I have stuff down in Honduras still that I have to go pick up, <laughs> you know, I was just like, okay, because when I go, I, I go for a couple of months, I come back and forth, but I just, I take all my luggage and stuff like that. It makes it easier, blah, blah, blah. So I left a lot of stuff there. So <clears throat> Camp Camacho, that is the way that we are bringing consumers back into, uh, into what Honduras and, and, and the, uh, the, the tobacco scene in Honduras, right? Um, and Camp Camacho did exist in the past, right? It had about a, a 10 year hiatus more or less. And, uh, and we brought it back <clears throat> officially about two years, full season years. And then this year was gonna be the third one. Uh, unfortunately, it got cut short. It was out of our, our you know, out, out of our hands to control that. It's just for safety. Uh, it just was not going to happen. Um, so that's why you were not able to share this experience. But first of all, our, our facilities in Honduras are probably the nicest facilities. And, and, and I've even had other manufacturers and a lot of uh, people that go and visit other, other, other brands down there. that They just drive by our massive, beautiful factory. And it's just, a, it's an icon, right? And it's a, it's, it's a statement of the brand. <clears throat> our, our, our people down in Honduras are, are proud to work at Camacho just because of everything that is offered, the facilities where they work at, uh, all the care and all so on and so forth. Also, we have our, our beautiful house where you would have stayed, um, that it's everything in the, within the compound. And it's a, you know, Camp Camacho, is a, it's a, it's a four day, three night, uh, uh, just trip full of adventures, right? Um, fortunately, like I said, this, this year was, uh, was, you know, canceled, but and most likely 2021 will be until things get back to normal. I probably will be seeing you back, in, in, you know, down there in 2022, right. uh, just to be realistic, right? Uh, but which sucks because I think that that's a uh, a perfect way. And then the trips that I have that I was able to do this year, and then the the previous years, when you take somebody down there, right? That and I've taken some serious cigar smokers, but they have never been to a to a, a tobacco farm. They don't know. They have never touched a plant right and see how sticky it is and how to prime it and all that stuff uh and then just the smells and the curing barns and all that and all that stuff uh i think that that is just when you take somebody that that spends their hard-earned money and these products right that are handmade um sometimes you just don't see and you don't gauge the price sometimes right mm -hmm. uh, you're like oh why is this cigar x amount blah, blah blah but once when these people when when these when our guests when i took them down there they come back as like 
oh my God, this Camacho is only nine bucks. I should pay 20, 25 for it just because I saw the whole process of it, you know, uh, from the seedlings to the curing barns, to, to the, to the plant, to the actual crops and then the curing barns. And then, you know, that's pre-industry. They, then it goes into the factory fermentation, aging, sorting, and all sorts of things that, uh, that is just, it's, it's, it's very, you know, intriguing to those that don't know about it. Right. So that's, um, and, and Camacho is probably, you know, one of the biggest makers of, of cigars in Honduras. So we are well known down there. Uh, especially in the area of Danli, which is where our factory is. And um, and like I said, man, we have, you know, uh, close to maybe a thousand employees down there between farms and factory when we're full thrower and everything. And everybody's, uh, it's, it's pretty happy to work with the brand. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking, I'm looking over here at my, some of my stuff because I brought out some of your cigars that you have released this year. Okay. You know, um, so we have the Liberty series and i know somebody earlier asked about the liberty series and you know it's something that you you look forward to every year um very the nice presentation you know this this nice coffin like you, you can see it the light kind of bouncing off of it so it's not dull or, yeah or and anything, then which is nice and um, going back really going back cigar <laughs> going back to the impactful packaging right this is the box <laughs> Right. This is this is the box, which I, I have it here. Somebody made a guitar out of this. But uh, but yeah, so this is our 18th installment of the of the Liberty. Uh, each year we try to outdo ourselves, you know, from the previous year. Uh, I think this one this year in particular, it's a little bit different than than some of the other ones that we've had. We you know, because we traditionally we use the 1118 uh, size. Right. Uh, mostly Corojo and stuff like that. But it's just, you know, this one first off is a six by 60 Gordo. Right. It's the first Liberty that has that. Um, it, it, it's on top of that is box press. First Liberty to have that as well, right? And then we changed the blend a little bit. So this one's got like a Habana wrapper. So it's got some Corojo in there. It's got some Dominican and, and Honduran tobacco in the filler, a combination, but mostly uh, the Honduran tobacco. It's going to be Corojo, our higher grade, our, 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 our pride and joy that we've been saving for these uh, uh, limited editions. Um, and then we, we, we tweaked it a little bit using that, uh, the, the, the Habana wrapper on that one, which is, you know, it's a first for the Liberties as well. So, you know, every year we try to outdo ourselves. And, uh, but I think this one, it's like one of the ones that definitely stands out uh, just because of, of how beautiful the box is. It's the first time that we have a box that is, that kind of mimics our, our, our full box, our, our core boxes, right? Which is all, uh, all you know, pretty, the other ones are traditionally, all the Liberties were very rustic, right? Uh, the boxes were made in our factory in, uh, in Honduras, so very rustic, and that was the idea of it. But with this one, we just changed the game uh, completely, at least in our end, because it's just that this one's got the, you know, the whole lacquer finish, piano finish, and it's a beautiful piece to have, uh, to, to showcase, right? So I, that's another thing that this one pretty much, uh, I just, you know, blew it out of the park. It was just uh, outstanding. And the blend, it's, uh, it's really good. I, I, not a huge fan of the 60 ring gauge on any cigar, uh, but the box press thing just kind of like, uh, it, it just, I, I, you know, I, I'll commit to the 660, but uh, in the box press, right? Uh, I think it makes it a little bit easier uh, to smoke, which is also the draw helps out and just the combination of the blends, just the way that the, the combustion happens within the cigar being a, a box press, it's, uh, it's pretty outstanding. So yeah, we're, we're very happy. Uh, about this one, um, we're doing pretty well with it, and uh, uh, I think it's it's in, we're already working on on next year's, which again is going to be 
it's going to rival this one. All right. Um, and obviously we're going to try to do some, something different just because the consumer is demanding. They want, and then, and then this is the one that the price point's a little bit higher than your usual Camacho. Right. right. But it, it goes to tell you, you know, from the individual coffins and then just the quality of the box and everything, we make it more of a, of a collector's item. <clears throat> you exactly. know, so, and that's what yeah. I always, that's what I appreciated about, like you said, this product, but a lot of the Camacho stuff is that you put a lot of thought into the packaging, the artwork, the presentation of it. So when you see the price point, yeah, full circle, it's, it's, it could be higher than some of the stuff that you buy, but you understand it. And then especially if you get to see the process behind making a cigar, then you yeah. understand even more so why that price point is a little bit higher. It's not just you all trying to make more money. It's you're, no, you're making no, the presentation no. and the, like I said, there's a lot that, that's going into it. And I know yeah. as a designer, you always want to design something that people are going to want to keep. And even after you smoke that cigar, you're going to want to keep that box. You're just not going to take it and say, oh, I'm just going to toss it away now. You're not going to toss that one away. Exactly. You know? No, 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 <laughs> not at all. Um, but I, I think it, it's just like, like we were talking about, it's, it's, it's a collector's item, right? So every year, uh, even though the price is a little bit higher and, and it's a, a, it's a limited edition, but not just that this product, since, since Davidoff acquired, uh, uh, Camacho and then we revamped Camacho became a global brand, a true global brand, right? So it's, so you have Camachos that are being, you know, sold all over the world. Some other companies don't have that reach. So now we have to cater to the world's. Uh, 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 taste when it comes to spending a little bit more for a cigar that's traditional, a little bit less, right? Uh, and not just that. I, 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 I would be giving away the recipe, but just some of the tobaccos that go into cigars like uh, like the Liberty uh, are are it's it's tobacco that we've been waiting for five years for it to be ready, right? Six years uh, or or something like that. It's just we've been holding to that batch of tobacco for six years so we can make a cigar. And, uh, and 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 sell it, you know, with this whole beautiful, uh, impactful packaging and everything. It's 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 a full circle. Uh, what we our idea that we want to to deliver to the consumer, right? Um, and then the flavor profile, you know, we have 18 other ones that we've created in the past. So we, every every year we have to because there are some people that have all of them, right? Um, I, I manage the the Camacho uh, account on on Instagram and our, our social. And, and I do have sometimes people t send me pictures of the old ones and this and that. I'm like, wow, I, I haven't even tried that one. You know what I mean? I've been around for a while. And then my job at the beginning when I started was to buy or to you know, kind of trade with, uh, with our customers all the older Camachos. So at some point, I had quite a substantial amount of, of older Camachos. Um, and that was the idea just to get them out of, off the shelves with the, and replace it with a new one. But in, 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 in essence, what goes into these uh, uh, liberties that are a little bit more expensive is just love and care and then really, really good tobacco because our quality and consistency and our quality control and everything are, are very demanding, you know, in DR and in, in Honduras. Um, so we can assure you that what goes in there, it's, it's the best that we could offer at that moment in time. Somebody said, well, look, uh, a Scorpion Camacho branded ashtray ever exist? <laughs> Is that something you all will consider? I don't have it, but we we do have it. Well, we do have a. It's, a. it's a. It's a. It's a. Man, it, I'm I'm in the studio, and then my office is like half a block away. And then, have you have you been to our warehouse? Yeah, you, I think, been, yeah it's yeah. pretty huge. So I work. Right. I'm in one end of the building, and <laughs> this thing is like half a block away. So, but we do have uh, an ashtray 
um, that it's, 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 you know, our, our badge, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just a shape of the badge with a scorpion in the middle. So it is available. Hey, Sarah. Hey, look at, look at, look at Kelly getting Latin thunder. <laughs> oh, man. Since I'm not on the road, I haven't, you know, exploited my Latin thunder uh, nickname. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if you know that. That's my, my industry nickname, Latin thunder. That's how I, that, you know, when I first, when I was working <laughs> with exactly. the badness, uh -huh. Ben came on board. Mm. I know he came up, he went on some trip. He must, maybe it was the Scurio thing. I don't know, but he met you. And he was like, oh, and then we were working on some story for something. He's like, oh, that's Latin Thunder. And I was <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And he was just like, that that guy in that picture, he's like, that's Latin Thunder. And actually, it was a picture of you at um, Kathy's store. So it was just like, oh, I was like, that's crazy. It was like yeah. one of the Camacho activation events. So I was uh -huh. like, I just was like, okay, whatever you say. But <laughs> I, I thought about like asking that question, like, where did that, that name come from? Okay, so that one was a very rough night. This is that at the beginning. I had just started, um, you know, with, with Camacho. And then we, uh, we flew up to, to New York to meet with our agency. Um, and we happened to be at the, uh, at the Madison store down in the basement. And, and Booth was with us at the, at the moment, right? And, and just a, but, so <laughs> a couple of bottles of, of bourbon later towards, uh, you know, throughout the night. We uh, it's just, I and I and I have recollection of Booth looking at me, and just you know him with this. It's like looking at me. It's like you're the Latin Thunder. That's and the, like. and, <laughs> and the people from the agency were there, and they're like, "Oh my God, we love that. Stick to that." <laughs> and 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 then that's how it, it started. That that was the night that got started. And then I, it took me a little bit to digest because I'm like, yeah, "That's a little cheesy, Latin Thunder, whatever." But Man, when I, 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 it grew in me. And then when I was doing the, our, our road tours, I, that I did the three national road tours that I was driving around the entire country doing activations all over the place. And, and we've even had it on some of our posters. So now it's just, it's, it's in here, the Latin Thunder. You know, unfortunately, I couldn't find the handle for Latin Thunder. Somebody else has it uh, on Instagram because that, that would have been a good one, uh, a good one to, to have. But, you know, there's, there's different variations of it. But no, it's, it's, uh, but yeah, that's my, uh, my industry nickname, Latin Thunder, and it's been published a few times, and and it's just it's it's uh it's great. It's grew in me, but thanks to Booth, and it's, that's that's very Matt Booth. Uh, yeah, it is. I'm a Latin <laughs> Thunder. Somebody, so the person who was asking to ask you said, "When will it be available for consumers to buy?" What the the um the scorpion ashtray that you were describing. <clears throat> So as you already well, you probably don't know, but are are those are gift with purchase items, right? So our main idea is to sell the cigars. And then for that, we produce, you know, accessories and things to go with it and help the, the, the retailer sell our product, right? Uh, so, I mean, it is available. It is an item that has been available. Now, I don't know our sales reps, our ASMs, it, that it's up to them and the retailer. So I don't know. I, I know you we have some here in the warehouse. For it. Uh, yeah, but I, I just keep your eye out. You know, yeah. a, you could... Basically, call the store or whichever store it's, uh, you know, their local store, see if, uh, if they carry Camacho, which most likely they will, and then see if by any chance you can connect, you know, our, 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 our ASM with, because the ASMs can order it. I can't send anything and I can't, obviously can't sell it because we just don't sell them. They're available. It's just, you have to, it, it's a bit of a, of a, of a, a you know, you got to go up the road with, uh, with that and, and, and try to put it together. But they are, they are accessible. They are available. Obviously, you have to make a purchase of Camacho to get it. But 
uh, they're they're out there, and we have uh, we have plenty. You know, we have a, a few hundred left of those. It's a, it's a very hot item to you know somebody buys a box, gets an ashtray, and they come in like nice little box and all that stuff. So whoever asked, I, I I'm not quite sure who asked, but they are available. You just gotta you know kind of put it together, call your store, and and, and search. Yeah. So you talked about the Liberty. You talked about the Nicaragua. You know, what I like what you all just did a couple of weeks ago, which I know some people may have missed, is that you did a, a cookbook, which is like not a release that a lot of people think about in the cigar industry. And I know some of Unprecedented. our cigar media peers kind of probably looked at that and was like, a cookbook? Like, that's what they're working on? But I thought it was, as somebody who likes to cook and likes food and stuff like that, you know, I thought it was a great idea. It, that it's an were... accessory to an experience, right? And right. it's a conti continuation of our Camacho Grill and Chill, right? That uh, that soon we'll we'll, we'll uh, actually this this uh, this this week we'll be launching something uh, uh you know another contest for Camacho Grill and Chill around the cookbook, right? Uh, so the cookbook it was just you know in one of those moments where we're like, okay, we need to expand this uh, this uh, campaign uh what ties into you know the grilling and the the smoking experience and everything and then we're like man a, a recipe book a cookbook you know what i mean there's a bunch of different ones there we when we hang out with the boys we we follow some of the recipes to try to put something together or you know a rack of ribs this or whatever we we love to grill um and 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 we're like, okay, nobody else has done that. That's just amazing. You know what I mean? Because we don't do anything that somebody else, some other people have done. That is one thing that we have. We're very innovative, creative. Uh, we don't try to replicate anybody's game. Um, so, and, and, and this is just outstanding. Actually, today or tomorrow, we're going to get a, a hard copy of it just to see how it looks. But it's available for download. Uh, if you go on the, uh, our Camacho cigars handle, it's, you know, it's the link is in the bio. You can download it. It's free. There's a, uh, I think as of right now, we have about 25 different recipes that you can try out. And also we've put together cigar pairings with it. Um, and, and, and I think, you know, the cigar, the cigar pairs very well with the, uh, with whatever it is that, uh, that's being the, the, with the recipe. Right. So each recipe has a different cigar and stuff like that, but it's, it's, it's outstanding, man. It's pretty cool. We've had some great traction with it. Um, and it's just, it, it, it's fun. You know what I mean? And we have, we're also making paper copies of it, like a hard copies of it that we'll be distributing uh, as possibly gift with purchase or just as gift. Maybe, you know, maybe you'll, you'll we'll put together some, uh, some influencer packages uh, to, you know, to, to share those, but it's, uh, it, it's pretty cool, man. The Camacho cookbook, it's, uh, you know, it, it took a while to put together um, just because we went through different chefs and stuff like that. And, and not everybody delivered, blah, blah, blah. So it took a little, a little while, but it's finally out. Uh, it's available for download on Camacho cigars. And, uh, and, you know, soon possibly by the end of this week, we'll, uh, we'll have a contest that's going to be around that. So I don't want to give the details because I have, I'm, we're actually preparing everything as we speak. Um, but yeah, it should be, it should be pretty cool. So everybody should get, you know, their, their, their propane tanks uh, ready to go or, or, or get charcoal for their, for the smokers uh, because there's, there's going to be a lot of grilling uh, going on and we have some pretty cool stuff to give away as well. So that, that should be very interesting. That's as much as I can say right now, we'll share more details later on in the week. And like I said, I downloaded it, so I can vouch that it is a very nice put-together book. You know, the, the whole key for a cookbook is usually the photography. So you look through the photography of this book, and it's, it's just as good as Water. anything else. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's like, so and, I, I and, I, and I've looked at those pictures so many times. 
<laughs> in the in the process of putting everything together, right? And then I and then we formatted the uh, the also, which I, I I was planning on doing it today. But most likely I'll do it today. So we should, we formatted the the recipes into a story format, right? Because we thought about I mean, what's easier when you have when you have a reference to something, you take either take a, a screenshot or you have it saved as a picture. It's just the easiest way, all right? So we have it we formatted to where the stories, uh, the, the recipes, on a story format. So it li it lives in our great on our on our highlights. Um, <clears throat> So all of them will be available. We'll be posting throughout the weeks, but it's just easy. You, you, you like something with these, these outstanding pictures of it. And it's just, it makes my mouth water every time I see it. And I've seen them plenty of times. Uh, and it, that way you can just screenshot it and then, you know, just do the recipe at, a, at, a, at home. Uh, I think it's just an easier way also because downloading the cookbook, it's one thing, uh, but then it goes to iBooks and it just, there's a couple of steps. Uh, a picture, it's like this. Right, mm -hmm. you go into your photos, and then that's it. There's your recipe. So it has all the stuff, all the you know ingredients, preparation, uh, cigar pairing, and all that stuff. So it's uh, uh, it's it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. We're we're very excited about the cookbook. Yeah, like I said, it's, to me, it was one of those innovative, different things that you all have done. Um, I mean, people are at home. People, it was still get. I know here it's starting to get cold, but summer was still going on. People are grilling. Where you are in uh, North Carolina? So I'm Raleigh? in Durham. And Durham, okay. So it's like that's right outside of Raleigh. Yeah. So uh, I've no. been up and down North Carolina many, <laughs> many times, man, with the with the truck and the trailer. I love North Carolina. Beautiful, beautiful. But yeah, I mean, you, you're we here in, in Tampa. We've had the past the past three four days have been outstanding, right? Low humidity in the 80s, but you know it's nice. Uh, but the past few weeks, we've had rain and rain because of all the storms that have been going on. Right. Y'all get, like, the humidity. storms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thankfully, we haven't had any any hurricanes or any, like, storms hit, you know. Um, it's hit everywhere else, you know, the Gulf, Texas, all that, and then, you know, the Atlantic, but it skipped Florida completely. And we're, like, right in the middle, but um, – but yeah, it's just the weather here has been just terrible. You know, apparently the humidity is coming back, but little by little will evolve into the uh, the fall, which here it's amazing. I, I, people will be like, oh my god, but it's the same thing. You're in the same state. I like the weather here in Tampa. It's a little more aggressive. Like when it's cold, it's really cold in comparison to Miami, right? Uh, it just changes a little bit. Here it gets a little bit hot. Completely different. It's almost like when you tra when you travel into Miami, it's like you hit you go through some kind of barrier. That's like a completely exactly, world. man, exactly. And it's just where it's located, the Atlantic, the wind current, the, the currents, the wind. The, it, it's just crazy. But yeah, here in Tampa, for quite a, a while, we get really nice weather. So I can, I, you know, I'm I'm waiting for that to uh to uh to happen, which is gonna be in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. Uh, and we just and just this heat, man. Oh, and it it you see the index is it feels like 110, you know, 87 percent humidity. It's just it's brutal. And we've had it a little bit longer than usual. So right now everybody's like, oh, all right, it's 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 time for for you know sweater uh, sweater weather uh, coming soon. So um, yeah, no, it, it's crazy, man. So as we approach kind of the end of our hour together, I want to make sure we get all the plugs in. So. I'll, you know, for people who want to follow Camacho, and I know you work a little bit with Avo as well. So yeah. just drop all the plugs for people to get connected with the different brands that you work with. Yeah, so on, uh, so I handle the social media on both brands, right? 
so for Avo, uh, you can find us. It's just the easiest way to kind of engage with us in terms of content. And if they have any questions, just the handle is at Avo Cigar, not cigars, cigar. Um, and basically, if you have a question about the blends or comment on a picture, or whatever, I'll be the one responding. And on Camacho as well, same thing. You know, I am your Camacho guru. So whatever you guys uh, uh, have any questions or if somebody, you know, wants to share a, po a photo, just send them our way uh, at, at Camacho Cigars. That one is plural, Camacho Cigars. Um, that way, you know, you can, we, we can, you know, stay in contact. And that's just a way that, uh, that, uh, that we're evolving our Instagram presence as well, right? Before it was managed differently, but now I think having one person do it, which is myself, uh, it just gives that human touch that uh, that we needed, and uh, it's worked out very well. I've been doing it probably about you know almost close to a year now uh, since I fully took over the the, the social media, and um, I, I think it's 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 beneficial for for everybody, for the consumers, and 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 again, Camacho is global, so I talk through there with people all over the world, um, and it's just a, it's a great platform to kind of interact with with consumers. So Avo at Avo Cigar, and then Camacho at Camacho Cigars. Right. And then as Kathy said, as we kind of wrap up for today, um, congratulations on your, your baby. I know. Oh, yeah, you, baby Sebastian. You, I know. I've been following, like I said, I've been looking at your Instagram. So I see all the, the baby pictures. And I'm thinking to myself, like, one of the good things about COVID and not traveling is that at least you have that time. You with, have no idea how. You know, which is important. What a blessing that was from. Well, I mean, my girl was pregnant when we saw you in, uh, in at the Davidoff store in uh, the Hard Rock in, in Miami. Uh, she was pregnant then. And through the, 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 the end of the pregnancy, I was already, you know, stuck at home. And then now the baby's out. He's going to be four months next week. It's crazy. Uh, I've been able to be, I've been able to be there uh, like, you know, just on a daily basis, which is very crucial. It's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> having a, a baby, uh, no sleep. I thought it was just a, a myth or something. People were like, oh, my God, yeah, you don't sleep, you don't sleep, right? There, I have not had, you know, more than a full night's sleep in four months, and then every night it's, it wakes up every two hours or something like that. So it's it's a lot of work. It's rewarding. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're super happy about it. And, and, and it, he could have not come. Unfortunately, it was a rough time for some, but for us, for, for me, uh, he could have not come at a better time so that I could be there, you know, because my job is to travel. I, I you know, for years I've traveled, you know, I usually go a couple of weeks without coming back. Um, but now it's, uh, you know, be able to be home and, 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 you know, be at the office and we're working from home as well. Uh, that, that has been, you know, that tremendous. It's helped out a lot, you know, so uh, thankfully, thankfully everything has worked out in a, in a very pleasant manner uh, in that end, you know? Well, thank you so much for coming on. I know I see the countdown going on. So, Thank you so much. Oh, no for, problem, man. Thank you for thank you for, for having coming me here. on and, and sharing your story and talking about Camacho today. And um, I look forward to our next encounter whenever that is with COVID going on. Um, for sure, man. We're here. If you have any questions or anything, you know how to contact me. You know, but uh, but again, thank you for having me. You you've had some big names here, you know, <laughs> on your show. So I I'm humbled to uh, to you know join the list. And uh, thank you for having me. This, this was good. You know, I was able to enjoy my, my last cigar of the day, you know, peacefully here in our studio and then, you know, have a nice chat with you. Thank you.